The Dallas Cowboys present These Boots Are Made for Talking, the official podcast of the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. Now, your hosts, Courtney McKenna and Shannon Gross. Spirit, jazz hands, shimmer to yourselves. Because you are all the co hosts today. Yeah. Yeah. We're, We're a little shambly mess, but it's nothing we can't get through on a Wednesday. Oh no. We're used to rolling with the punches. We, were we born are rolling for this. with the punches. We've got different chairs. We're sharing <laughs> mics. It's better than what we had before. We've yeah. got one's chair. Yeah. I think we should have left it. It was really funny. We gotta oh. share. Oh okay. Janelle and I is are sharing is caring Janelle. Sharing is caring. <laughs> but I'm so excited because Shannon was Shannon is out at training <clears throat> all day today. But his replacements are none other than the four group leaders of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. So we're so excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We have Lacey. Raise your hand. Kashera. Hi. Jenna. And Janelle in the house. (laughs) Spirit waves. We've been literally loopy waiting to get this show going. So mind the giggles. They'll probably continue the rest of the hour. But it'll be worth it, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We like that song. <laughs> Make yeah. a good time out of everything. <laughs> yeah. What song? The Ron playing in our ear. That might me oh, enjoy it. The, the theme song rah. before this. Yes. Dun, 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 the intro. Dun, dun, dun. Build Wait for it on the break, people. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So before we dive on into all the fun, giggly, laughing stuff that we're going to do, <laughs> let's talk about some cheerleading stuff first. So why don't <laughs> I know? I didn't wear this for nothing, I guess. I guess. So let's go in a circle. We'll make it roundtable style. Whoever wants to start, why don't you just talk a little bit about your journey that brought you to the DCC and <clears throat> a little bit of the journey thus far. All right. Well, Mike share. Thanks. <laughs> My journey that you all know started five years ago in Melbourne, Australia. I was a cheerleader for Melbourne Storm. So I was cheering for the rugby, which is very, very different to NFL football. Uh, learned a lot over my adventure here and I have just finished my fifth year. I have loved every second being with my fellow leaders. USO tours have been a highlight. Camp DCCs have been a highlight. It's every single moment is special and I'm very grateful for it all. Woohoo! My journey started six years ago, so I'm just one year above Janelle, so we've been together she's for a very... trying to one-up you. No, we've it's been together okay. for a very long time. Like, she's the only one who, we like, really We just find ourselves understands. holding hands a lot. We do. Oh, but I did do the math yesterday. Now I'm going to forget 18, 18 years of experience sitting right here combined, Ooh. right? Ooh. Didn't or think it about 15? it that way. Okay. Is it 18 or 15? I don't really know what you... It's five, four, three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Six plus five is 11. Plus four, four is 15. 15. Yep, 18. 18. I was right. 18. Wow, a lot of experience wow. in this room. Go team. Well, so it took my, us a little my bit. journey started. <laughs> my We're not family. math majors. Oh. Well, my journey started um, in Korea. So my family was stationed over there um, my last two years of high school. And I met the DCC on a USO tour. And they recruited me, told me to come out to audition. And I've been stuck in Dallas since <laughs> then. So it's been a wonderful journey. And I've enjoyed every second. Well, <laughs> why y'all? My journey started in Eastern Kentucky, and um, we don't have professional teams in Kentucky, so I wasn't necessarily like gung ho set on auditioning for DCC. It had always been something that I'd thought about, but never really imagined myself leaving my hometown or anything. And um, I was just at a place in my life. I had graduated from Eastern Kentucky University, and I had done an internship in Louisville, and was kind of back home waiting for the next step and um, my mom had mentioned it and next thing you know we're in Texas and it's 2015 I had auditioned I just wanted to make it out of prelims I was like my main goal and um, made it into semis I was like oh god what now (laughs) and then you make it into training camp and then that's a whole new ball game so even then you're not for sure so three years later I'm sitting here with these girls that I've watched you know on the show and then I got to watch in the room in front of me and it's it's something that I sit here and say, isn't it? Like, you know, I can't explain the feeling, but I could. I just, you know, this is only an hour-long podcast, so. <laughs> Don't have enough time. So, yeah, I four years ago auditioned, and I came from drill team background, so never was in, like, the cheer world necessarily. And um, 
was drill team all four years of high school, captain two years, and I was coming up on graduation. And I was like, also, excuse my nasally noise um, voices. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not cute, but anyways. So um, I was like, okay, I want to do performing still. I want to dance afterwards, but um, I wasn't exactly sure <clears throat> what I wanted to do. And I was actually at a friend's house, and we were watching CMT, like DCC making the team, and I was like watching it, and I was like, okay, I mean, this seems very intense, but I think I could do it. So um, I knew I wanted to be a part of a team that had a big um, impact and a big crowd, and that is the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. So I went for it as an 18-year-old, hadn't even graduated high school yet. And um, yeah, here I am. About to go into my fifth audition process, and yeah, it's been, it's so fun. It really, it flashes by, but there's so many, you, you think back to all the times and you're like, wow, I've done some cool stuff, and really just trying to soak up every moment. And I have none of the experiences <laughs> listed above. Share, share. Okay, so obviously we have all four of you here, and you all share one thing in common, among, among a lot of things, but one of the biggest one being that you guys are group leaders for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. So tell everybody a little bit more about um, what a group leader is, what it means to the team, and then what it means to you guys. Like, what's this year been like? What's the experience? I know it's probably a lot to take on and carry on your shoulders, but also very rewarding, too, I'm assuming. So I'm sure everybody wants to know group leader stories, so hit this us with really that. This is juicy. Yes. Yeah, so being a group leader is a very heavy role. Um this was my second year being a group leader, and basically they split our entire team up into four groups, and so you're kind of in charge of your girls in your group. I mean, we're an example for the entire team, but your girls in your group are your babies, and um, you know, we lead the team, we make up the dances, we run practices, we do everything, we have to stay late, come early, so it is a huge, um, I guess... Responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. I think a lot of it is, too, is we're the liaisons between our directors and the team. So a lot of the stuff that Kelly and Judy necessarily have on their minds, it's kind of up to us to sort of pick their brains, figure out what they want from us, and then deliver that information to, back to the team and just really act as um, the mediators between the two. Telephone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of telephone. Does that ever get, like, scary or nerve-wracking having to deal with both Kelly and Judy and be the happy peacemakers between them two and the girls on the team? How do you deal with that? Because I'm it, sure... Is Dracula terrifying? <clears throat> yes, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily scary as it is. It, it, it's an honor, but it's a huge responsibility, as Jenna was saying. And I know we have our second group, our, our second group leader who, you know, has our back in everything and has our back on the field on and off. So, you know... <clears throat> Anytime we sort of get that piece of information from, you know, director, choreographer, anyone from above, it's it's a duty of care that we promise to the team, you know, to set good examples and to carry that through for everybody else as well. Yeah, and I think I mean, like throughout the years we kind of, like as a rookie, you really watch your group leader and <clears throat> you kind of pick up on different traditions that, yeah. you know, Kelly and Judy like to keep <clears throat> each year. And so, I mean, you definitely learn as years go on. So by the time you get to group leader, by then you kind of – think similarly to Kelly and Judy or at least know what yeah. they would expect. So, I mean, it's definitely more on your plate, but it's, yeah, it's like that scary but, like, rewarding and, like, you want to do a good job, so. Well, especially in training camp, too, when you have you have new girls in the studio for the first time and, you know, you have to, you want to sort of hold their hand, but not too much during the whole process. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of want to be that figure for them as well. Well, and a lot of if something does, like say a mistake happens or something, it's a lot of our fault. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of the ones that take a lot of the, 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 yeah, like the blame on things, which that's part of it. That's one of the roles that we step into when we take this position is just knowing that, you know, a lot of anything that happens on the team, it, it kind of goes through us. Like we're the ones that catch a lot of the flag from anything that's sort of happening between. And it's, and, and it's not so scary being a leader because – I mean, as a leader, like, your teammates, they help vote for that. So they know that, like, you're one of the yeah, girls yeah. in the room that stands out or, you know, just goes above and beyond. Um, I would say the hardest or, like, the weirdest transition is going from just being a normal person on the team to um, having to, like, have one-on-one -on -one conversations with Kelly and Judy because 
you know, you're just trying to blend through the process. You're just trying to get through. So, like, when you finally get that leadership position, it's a huge honor. Yeah, you go from, like, having the conversations with Kelly and Judy usually in training camp is, like, kind of a bad thing if you're getting called into the office. And then when you get in that leadership role, you're like, oh, now it's a a good thing. Okay, now let's be a little bit more personable. So, yeah, it's it's fun, though. And for, for anyone listening to this who's trying out and is scared about the whole training camp process, when you get called into the office, it's not always necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, it's it, not. You know, it can be, for me, it's always just like, hey, that's cool, they noticed me, you know? Right. So I think yeah, that's and it can be beneficial. valuable too, for sure. Any critique they give you is going to mm-hmm. help you in the long run. Yep. So. Did you guys ever get called in for anything good? I got called in for being Yuko's friend. And I thought that was really <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, that was fun. They called me in and just like talked about our like our calendar experience. And I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just to have chats and, you know, catch up, make sure you're on the same page. I think that's right. always really valuable. And kind of back on that leader role, like sometimes they'll call you in to talk about girls in your group yeah. and just like insight on how they're doing. And so there's that part of it too of getting well, called in. And a lot of what you don't see on the show is like, you're saying girls get called in for issues or different things on the show, but for leaders, like they'll call all four of us in and be yes. like, just trying to touch base with us and be like, you know, this is the plan for this week. Right. You guys have to do this. So, I mean, we get called in for just normal strategy things for the week okay. all the time. <laughs> Stealing this quick question. <laughs> you had mentioned something about your learning from your rookie leaders. So do you guys remember who your rookie leaders were? And oh, what yes. what's the biggest thing you took away from your rookie leaders? I I had a great, great group of leadership my rookie year. I it, And something I'll never forget is, you know, they sat us down the first day of training camp and then again the first game and said, this experience is going to go so fast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad or what happens. Absorb every second love every second, take every opportunity and be grateful. And I'll never forget that. My very first leader was Whitney Islay. So she was, I mean, she was the it girl of that year. Um, It was in 2012. She was our Pro Bowl cheerleader, point of the triangle. And I really think that coming in as an 18-year-old and coming from a cheer background, um, she had a full dance background. So I learned a lot dance-wise and style-wise from her. And I took a lot of her style into my next year's. My rookie group leader was JC. JC. <laughs> and her second was Kenzie. And just the combination of JC's power and then Kenzie's softness and watching them two work together and watching JC be able to come in from a hard day of work and completely leave that at the mm-hmm. door or leave that off the field wherever <laughs> we were practicing that day and, and be able to just gather our group and have us all in the same wavelength and just be so selfless was something that I really liked about her leadership style. Um, my rookie leader was Emma and, uh, she's, she's one of those girls that has so many different little sides to her. (laughs) And, um, I just remember her really taking me under her wing my rookie year and she came from a (laughs) rangerettes background. And so she kind of, she understood the drill team aspect of my dancing and was able to help me like take that style, but also find more of my, my flow and my rolling and my movement and get that DCC style that I have now. And her second leader was Jennifer who was my first leader my next year. And so I feel like I've just been raised by Jennifer. And a lot of the (laughs) ways that I go about things this year as a leader, I feel like I took from her. And I have a lot of respect for both of them. They helped me get into this world with more of a smooth ride, for sure. Now, ever in a million years, did you think that when you made this team, you guys would be group leaders? Was that a dream, not a dream, goal, anything like that? I never thought that I would be here. I was very shy before I auditioned. Um, I've always just been a very shy person growing up, and so I feel like DCC brought me out of my shell, and so to be a leader was, like, crazy for me. And um, it's just something I've always looked forward to doing and hoped that I would be able to become, um, but just never imagined it. I mean, I was a captain in high school and things like that, but I never imagined being a leader for the best cheer team in the NFL. I never imagined it either. It's so crazy thinking about your rookie experience and you know how long ago that was. And I remember my roommate at the time, we, we were talking about it all, like, how many years do you want to do? Or what are your goals or whatever? And it, for me, it was just, you know, like, I'm away from my family. I'm going to enjoy every experience. I, I don't know what tomorrow is going to be like, but I didn't. I didn't have that, you know, mindset of like five years down the track or however long I'm here for. I want to be. But now that it's happened, I can honestly say that it, 
just the amount that I've learned from this experience is, I mean, it just is life-changing. For me, I was surprised I even made the team. I was like, whoa, I've had to really, I had to really work hard. My rookie year training <clears throat> camp, I had to really make sure that I was, I mean, I had a rough go, not one. So after that, I was like, man, I got to, I can only go uphill from there. So um, I never imagined myself in this position just because of the quality of girls that and, and women that they put into this organization. I mean, they really do an outstanding job at auditions with who they take into training camp, and it's selective. And that alone is a huge pat on the back for every girl that's made it into training camp or even to auditions just because the process is so difficult and intimidating. But sitting here today and just – you know, reflecting back on this last year has been something that I am – I just can't even begin to process in my head because I'm like, I blinked and it mm-hmm. happened, you know. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm still I'm still in that is this real kind mm-hmm. of phase oh. still. What about when I'm you in, sang with sure. Aerosmith on stage? That – that was. We should touch. That's back the, to the that ultimate one. honeymoon. That is phase. the ultimate honeymoon <laughs> phase. phase. We're still. <laughs> yes, I'm still in honeymoon phase. We'll hear from Lacey, and then we're gonna rewind back. <laughs> yeah. <to> that. <laughs> Noted. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you never can come into this big of an organization and go through the, you know, audition process that we go through, where we're just hoping to make the team and, you know, think this far down the road. Um, I mean, of course, coming into it. I'd come from a leadership role, so that was still a big part of me. So I hoped one day I'd get to do that again. But like they said, I I really didn't think this far down and be like, you know, I'm going to be there because you just want to be on the team and you're so happy to be here with all the rest of the girls. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's far exceeded any of my expectations, and it's been great. Absolutely. So and now rewind. Back, <laughs> back to Aerosmith. So we actually all four of us were there. Yeah. Showgroup got to perform with Aerosmith on stage. And that when was. I say that's a legendary moment, like oh, yeah. cool. most incredible Top moment of my life. So Kashera was at the front of the um runway. The, the runway, the yeah. ramp. I was right behind her. So she's <laughs> literally with Steven Tyler like singing. He's going, Yeah. Yeah, and her hands are up. Like, she's doing this clap move that we had to do, and she's screaming in the microphone. I had to stop. And Kelly he was, was like, like, don't ignore him. Like, if he yeah. does that, play back. She's like, like okay. I'm yes. singing with him. Like, his face was right here. <laughs> Which, he's actually not a very, like, big person. He's, he's tiny. tiny. Yeah. He's small. Little, little bitty us. thing. And I was like, his, his, his little face is right there. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then after that, I was like, I got this. If Steven Tyler wants to jam, you're gonna, oh, oh yeah, you're gonna you jam one hundred percent. And plus, like, uh, his drummer, their their drum set was like solid rhinestones. Oh my god! I was like, we were made for this. Yeah, really. and their guitars, like everything, was rhinestone. So like, we fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was, and it was a surprise. So when we came out, it was just, it was at the stadium. So it, I mean, it was. Oh. Janelle Gosh. and I got kissed on the cheek by him. Didn't wash my face for a week. I went to his dressing room. Ooh, With Tasha. That. I think she just talked about this. Yeah, we went to the dressing room. Oh, so it's highlights. Like, it's something that, um, again, you, like, you grew up listening to the music, and we got to kind of like hear it and stuff, but he's one of those performers that it, it doesn't matter what era he was you know, popular in, whether it was now or then, and he – Brought timeless. it to the stage. He's timeless. I mean, yeah. that man was killing it, running around all yeah. of them, and the drummers going to town, and all of the musicians and stuff. It was quality music. And like, how many times do you think he's performed those songs and still yeah. was just like he sounds exactly the same? Yeah, it was. It's, it's amazing crazy. quality for sure. I was like, wow, amazing. this is this is nice. It was very <laughs> cool. Okay, so that sounds like one of the top memories. Mm-hmm. But That's cool. I'm sure you guys get asked this all the time. 18 years combined, <laughs> so we got to have a lot of memories. But do you have a favorite one or one that stands out for one particular reason or another? That's a really loaded question. <laughs> Whoever oh. wants. So many memories. Good or bad, because, I mean, that could go both ways. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Can we say a few? Yes. Or, like, I don't know. I give you permission. Okay. All right. Well, I always have to say one of one of my top moments was getting to perform with Pitbull. Yeah. 
I know. He's my favorite. And we got to do the halftime with him. And I still have, fun fact, I still have the palm strings that I used that day on my palms now. So, because, you know, they were the ones I used in that performance and I refused to change them. Like the ones you know, that fell on the ground? The, no, like, you know, the, oh, where you like tie the your name up. <laughs> yeah. So, mine are, mine are from Pitbull. That's why I always get so weird if, you know. Gotta keep, we've got to keep our own palms there. Your pit have the name palms. In them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, the definite, definitely tour. I mean, that just going overseas and spending that quality time, it's so special. And I never thought, I really never thought that I would be in this position to be able to go over and, you know, be in the most unique places, meeting the most unique people and get to thank them. But it was really cool, not only for America, but also for Australia and getting to combine both of my loves and, you know, both countries that are home to me and be able to thank both of the servicemen and women that were over there from America and Australia. And it was just like, I mean, I get tingles, I tear up. It's just, that was honestly one of the most moving things. You can't script that. Money can't buy those sorts of experiences. Yeah, anyone want to jump in? Um, I mean, I think I talked about this last time I was on the podcast, but going to London for the London game for the International Series game was so amazing. Um, I mean, we just it was more like a vacation because we didn't get a cheer on game day. So we got to sit in the stands and that's the only game I got to sit in the stands for. Does my mic keep going up? Um, And then I agree with Janelle with the USO tours because that's just very close to my heart. And um, I just hope I inspired some little girl one day who's going to audition. So that's just something that was full circle for me in my career is when I went on my first USO tour. I think my favorite memories are the ones where we've traveled as a team. So anytime we're on plane rides together or we're on like long bus rides, we find ways to entertain ourselves. (laughs) We were talking about this this morning on the show. We We did a filming for Good Day Fox this morning and we were talking about like you know if people could hear us like oh without gosh. with you know when we're on the bed <laughs> they're like so us weird. before we started the yes. show yeah. exactly <laughs> me down here yeah no and um so we we like find ways to entertain ourselves so one thing we like to do is we like to do these like raps oh no because <laughs> Sharon and I rap like, we do so, like on the general table. like YouTube beats and stuff and we'll play it and then we'll like kind of like go off of each other and do a rap you know that kind of thing <laughs> and like those kind of stuff I'm like man you. You just can't yeah, beat this. Like who who actually likes everybody that they work with that much? That they enjoy that kind of stuff. It's like, I mean, yeah, we love performing. We love the the game days and everything. But I remember those moments where we're sitting in a circle, like um, like in the middle of game day, eating, you know, in between <laughs> the games, and right. and then you find out stuff about people that you would never ever know about. So those card, those games. Little, card games, card games, the plane oh, yeah. on the way home, oh, yeah. Yeah. a plane ride, and we're when people fall asleep on the plane, and then you're just like. <laughs> It's like in our delirium yeah, that we bond the most. Yeah. <laughs> when we're at an appearance and like there's a five hour break before we actually perform, yeah. it's like we turn into, we minis. like to call ourselves ourselves minis. Those are our little campers that we teach. That's ages like four to eight. eight. And we literally turn into minis and we turn crazy. But it's it's just, it's I very special. It. It I agree with you. Yeah, um, I mean, I really can't put my finger on one like appearance that trumps them all, but um, I think my favorite part about being a DCC is like just it's incredible that no matter what we're doing, whether it's an appearance in the US or going overseas um, for our USO tours, you always find people that you can make those connections with. And um, it just shows you that we're not only ambassadors for the Dallas Cowboys, but we're America's sweethearts. And I feel like so many people can really um, kind of appreciate that and they acknowledge it and they know how great of an organization we are and I think that's so cool that no matter where we are people acknowledge that and it's it's really cool and it's heartwarming yeah we're given an incredible platform and I think we're definitely all very grateful it's universal now that we're getting the warm and fuzzies going, I'm gonna. I, I, I was gonna send one of. I was well, not one of us into break. I was gonna send us into break, but since I decided we're all co-hosts today, we're all the interviewers, do one of you guys want to send us into break? I don't care. What do you normally say? Just any way to take us out. All right, Jenna. Um, <laughs> me. Cough <laughs> noise. I mean. 
I don't know what to say. Give a tease as to something we'll be doing next and make sure you tune back in. So stay tuned and you might get to learn a little bit more about each of our leaders here. We have a fun little game coming up, so stay tuned. Yay. That was pretty good, (laughs) Jude. Thanks. Back to these boots. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to These Boots Are Made For Talking. And we're back with These Boots Are Made For Talking with the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Leaders. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's Janelle's American accent. I that was Rate it, ladies. <laughs> I give it, it's gotten better. It's gotten really say. It has. You still, you still got to work on that leaders part. Leaders. That was good. Do we really sound that nasally? I do today. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel I feel like all my American accents, like Southern, Hollywood, they all just mesh and it just becomes a big mess. So I don't know, but I try. I can't get my. I can't. I can't do it. We worked on mine for a while. Yeah, no. I got your, Robin can say no, like one word. My, my accent yeah. general. Yeah. Your American accent? Yeah, we worked on my actual mom. My American What do you mean? We have to practice mine. We can't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no I one forgot. else was laughing. I forgot we were still. Uh, we're on, ladies. But we're just gonna carry on like no one's listening. Just some old pals chumming it up. But we're gonna have a game. Yes. yes. Kind I'm of so excited. Get planned, your playing cards planned out. by the girls. I was like, let's go wild. So I'm gonna steal this to ask the questions. We can be tame. Well, we can't put it up yet though until you say yeah. it. Right? Say that again. We Guess can you tell us the rules food. again? You could tell us the rules. Okay, so you're going to ask a question, and then we each have, Show we each games. have, okay, well, we each have. It's like, go fish, but go group leader. Yeah, go we have, like, four pictures <laughs> right here. Leader. I don't know where the cameras are, but I, I hope I find it. Oh, hi. Okay. Playing cards. So we have these cards, and uh, each girl is one, so then when you ask the question, we'll keep them down, and we'll decide who we think best fits that answer, and then will you count us off when we'll. Bring them up? Yep. Most okay. likely to. Okay, I'm stealing this for now. I'll give it back so can we can... You yourself there, right? You can share this with me. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah, you two share while we're share. while we're doing this. Thanks, Jenner. Get close. <laughs> I got my... <laughs> Technical difficulties are con- continuing. Okay. Yes, you can choose yourself. And let's try to only choose one group leader per answer. So Ooh, not like okay. Kashera and Lacey, just one. These are a lot of questions, so Jeez, I'm just going to random. Well, I'll go for the first one. Who is most likely to abandon the room because of spiders? Is it, 
Y'all can get mad. Why was that so easy? <laughs> Three. That's a pretty easy one. Two, two one. one. <laughs> I almost picked you, almost but picked I'm really you. scared of spiders. I almost picked you. <laughs> Three you votes scared? for Janelle, one vote for Lacey. <laughs> Has this happened before? <laughs> no, but she's scared of everything and she's overly dramatic a lot of the time. I don't like spiders, but I'm used to big Australian scary ones, so the ones here really aren't that bad. That's true. Fair. <laughs> Okay, this is a, I do like this one too. Who is most likely to accept a plea bargain for a crime they didn't commit? I know. Huh. Huh. I don't know. Are you ready? Oh, I didn't know you all can't pick. get mad at each other. No, 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 it's a safe space. Safe space. Three, two, one. <laughs> Me! <laughs> Me! <laughs> Why are you voting so much I for you? I didn't. Oh, vote. you didn't even vote for you. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, I picked Jenna because she's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I honestly didn't know. <laughs> Who's most likely to always carry hand sanitizer? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Lacey always has everything, so it just goes along with. Like, if you need anything, you'd be like, "Lacey can have lotion." Like before this, Courtney needed lotion. Unless Lacey's it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> unless it's mints or food or what else do you ask me for? No, she has like I an always, eighty pack of gum. I always have snacks, but somehow I go through them a little quicker than we expected. About this. <laughs> oh, good time. Oh, this is a good one, but I don't know. Okay, um, <clears throat> who would most likely be a good detective? Ugh. I'm ready. Ready? ready. Lacey? I'm so back and forth. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh! <laughs> me again! <laughs> Just call me Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Good, good detective? Yeah. Okay. I only um, chose myself because I find pictures. Oh, that's true. You are I, didn't really think I didn't think about that either. What did you yeah. say? Every game day, I literally turn into like oh, stalker, a good stalker, and one. like send everyone a million pictures of themselves. She can find them. <laughs> it's a skill. Okay, who would be the best UN ambassador? Uh, Lida. That one's kind of. I don't know, Lida. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, guy. Aww. I almost picked you. <laughs> Janelle, for sure. I can't yeah. World peace. Exactly. <laughs> like guys. She's already conquered two. Yeah, really. <laughs> Who would be the most strict parent? <laughs> well. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Like what, what on? Give us, give us yeah, scenario. give us something. Uh, like on breaking rules like in or like tight, like, like, yeah. Like I just think like making sure your kids grow up to be good kids. I don't know, like just strict. Like they don't let their kids go like do anything, and they have to. Like you can't have sweet foods. Yeah, I mean, lunches. That's what I would think. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we're gonna see. Three, two, one. Oh, almost unanimous I, I for Lacey. I have Lacey. I literally mom. just switched it after you yeah, gave that little... I want my kids to grow up to be good. <laughs> Ooh, there's this one. Most likely to be a terrible detective. Oh, gosh. Um, <sighs> there are just so many avenues. <sighs> no hard feelings, okay, guys? No hard feelings. I love you guys. Wait, give me, like, two more seconds. What was my question? To be a terrible Oh, terrible detective. detective. I forgot already. Are you ready? Yeah. Lacey? Yeah. Three, two, one. Uh, two and two? Two and two. Two for Janelle, two for Lacey. I also voted for We're you to be the best detective. So it was like hit or miss on that one. <laughs> Who? I just feel like Lacey's always so happy. Like if something happens, she'll be like, what? I didn't know that. Hey, I really am not up to date on the drama. <laughs> Who would likely to be the first one to go broke after winning the lottery? Oh. Three, two, one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, three votes for Jenna. Cash vote for herself. <laughs> I'm broke right now. So what would you? What would you spend <laughs> your? Like what it. would you spend your winnings on? I don't know. 
know. I would probably just buy everything for my family, and I would go broke really fast because of that. Like, I would want to buy my mom a house. I would want to buy myself a house. Like, I just, I feel like I would want to do all these things, and then, like, not be able to have anything out there. Oh, I never shop. You like fashion. I like free 99 It's just cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ooh. (laughs) Who would most likely break up with their boyfriend immediately after winning the lottery? Uh, uh, <laughs> or is that too touchy? No, oh, let's do it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Leave him. Wait. Bye. Yeah. Boy, bye. Adios. I feel bad. Three, two, one. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Three to one, Janelle and Lacey. Oh well, you snoozy like. You don't have a boyfriend, so it was okay to do it. That's fair. <laughs> we can't play. No, okay. I like Jenna's boyfriend. <laughs> I okay. Like boyfriend. I know. Okay. Douglas. Oh, Douglas. Douglas. Who is the most likely to be indecisive with a simple decision? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Three, two. Wait, I didn't pick it. Oh. Uh, this is probably telling right here. <clears throat> One. Oh, Janelle voted for herself. <laughs> I knew they were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, she does like always give us like 50 options of I'm, things. I'm very like, pedantic. Do you guys want to do this or do you want to do this? Or maybe we could do this or this. And then we're like, just make it as Yeah. Who's the most likely to be melodramatic? I don't know. Three, two, one. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Three, three to like one I for choose, Jenna. It's always no like cash. between me and Cash. <laughs> we haven't gotten a unanimous decision on anything nah. yet, have we? No. No. <coughs> Get to the G. Oh, this is good. Who's most likely to be put on the no-fly list? All right. <laughs> three, two, one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> She was. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go into that story. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We're waving hi. hi we have friends. some people coming in on tours at the Star in Frisco. If you guys are listening, uh-huh. you should definitely come down and take a tour. Yeah. And you should take a tour Wednesdays around 2 because you could walk by the podcast studio and see your buddies. Okay. Just hanging out. Hmm. Was there any one that you wanted to do in particular when you looked these up? No. Most likely to buy something they don't need. Oh, I feel like we're all guilty of that. Yeah. yeah. Me at Target. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Hmm. Buy makeup? Yeah. I, I bought this thickening spray just, for my hair. It's just like, so hard to check out without buying one of those little mini things. It's like, the minis. Oh, yeah. You need the minis. Yes, like, they want them prepared. next to the cashier. And what they'll do is they get you whenever there's a long line. Because what else are you going to do? Stay I know. There? Yeah, I'm going to look at all of them. Every time. I know. You're like, it has biotin. You know, my hair will grow. <laughs> and I'm like, it can fit in my purse. I take the whole can. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Who's the most likely to hoard food when everyone else is hungry? I don't. Actually, I mean, hoard or we're we're all very good at sharing. Yeah. Well, but I still pick my pick. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, looks at me, Lacy. <laughs> okay, I am kind of uh, weird about my hoard. She, it. No, she, she just eats it before we anyone can ask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's gone before you could even be like, "Can I have a piece?" Oops. <laughs> I'm not a good sharer when it comes to food. I feel like my snacks are never the wanted ones. But I feel like your snacks are also, like, expensive. So it's like you can't, like, I wouldn't want to share my expensive snacks. I would share if I had any left. Yeah, you just just get hungry. Don't (laughs) share expensive snacks, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You only share the cheap ones. Any a bite. But Lauren always has plenty in her locker that we can just, you know, open up and help ourselves and... She yeah. doesn't really notice, so if you're yeah. listening now, yeah, you might Lauren, want to Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> I did that before this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these some of these are nice, and then some are like sassy. Sassy, sassy, sassy. only. Nice. Turn up the heat in this room. Well, okay. Well, maybe who's more most likely to get stuck in a bathroom stall or on an elevator? <laughs> 
like my worst fear. Three, two, one. <laughs> Unanimous, Janelle. It First happened, one. and it happened. It happened this year. and it was the where most we were in the elevator. Terrifying moment yeah. of my life. That was Here? like at the sta- it was, stadium. It was like, like the before. very. We were getting ready. It was like right before training camp started. And the leaders, we were here, like, practicing a dance. And we, no one was at the star. And the elevator just, like, shut down. It was really down. late at night. And there was, like, not, a, you know, it was obviously kind of deserted around then because it was just built. And we just thought we'd get a few extra hours in of practice. And yeah, then we nope. got stuck. And I made Lacey sing people songs to me. I and had to. That's what happens it. when she you just collapsed. try to practice too hard. I know. When you're and doing then, like, small Backfires. But also, she's the most likely to get stuck in a bathroom because she's always going to the bathroom. Yeah, small bladder. Small bladder. There Welcome, you know. Cowboys Nation. <laughs> okay, we'll do one Hydrate. last one, exactly. and then we'll move on to some bigger and better fun things. Story. Bigger and better things. Harmonizing. Who's most likely to wear their clothes backward? <laughs> Three, two, one. Kashera. <laughs> yeah. I actually had my shirt on inside out this morning, and I didn't know it. But Guilty. it was one of those, like, it's the same color on both sides. and It's just that awkward moment where you see someone walk past with a tag on the outside, and you <laughs> yeah. don't know them well enough to tell them. You feel really bad. Yeah, I'm the but... person that pulls hair off. If someone has a hair, like, yeah. straggling from them, I've chased Judy down the stairs before. She has, like, one hair, and I'm like, her hair is so perfect and long and thick. It really is. It really is. It's really unfair. Janelle's the type of person that if her hair extension comes out, she'll stick it in your rehearsal attire during practice and you find it later when you're changing. We used to just have a really fun moment um, at the stadium. We were really (laughs) late night practices and, you know, I'd I'd get really, like, spacey sometimes. So minis, exactly. And we would all just... There was one night where Judy was like, you all need to, you know, stop pulling out your hair extensions. And, yeah, it was um, – we, we couldn't stay focused. And so I thought it would be funny to put one of them in the back of Jenna's top when she wasn't looking. And she didn't notice till she got home. I literally got home and, like – It was like a rat tail hanging just, out of your back. You know, getting in my <laughs> pajamas. And it was like this hairball came out of You're my welcome. outfit. I was like, ah! Oh, a lot of great memories. Oh, the hair situations that yes. we have. I don't even. Well, I'm sure I do, and everybody else <laughs> listening wants to know, but I can only imagine. Nah. That's, like, that's something <laughs> I can do without. Yeah. Any other fun, random, silly stories that stick out to you? That, like, when you think about them, you immediately start laughing again? <laughs> oh, I've had some pretty bad ones that, not bad Ooh. ones, just, like, I had a, it was my one of my very first like away appearances. Janelle was on it with me. We were in East Texas at um, Neil McCoy's like East Texas Angel Network Golf Scramble. Oh no! Don't say this. <laughs> this is so bad, and I don't know why, but like really weird, random things always happen to me. Like if if and if it can go bad, it's gonna go like a hundred times that bad. So I, we were <laughs> on this golf course in I think we were in Longview, Texas, the whole day, and it was hot and. We were on these golf courses and couldn't get to the bathroom. So that was the first start of, like, many problems. She, like, you, like, asked me. I was, like, Janelle's, like, we're on a golf course. It's not going to happen. I don't know. Where do I got to go? So, anyways, that was the first of many problems. Well, the next thing, I've got, like, a star <laughs> in my eye. Or whatever, and it's, like, getting significantly more and more painful throughout the day. And we're, we have, like, an auction at the end of the day. And I'm, like, you know, guys, like, what's it looking like? And they're like, it's, it's actually okay. It's not that bad. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. We're getting back on the bus to drive us back to Valley Ranch. It's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Well, we all fall asleep. And I guess I fell asleep on the side of my eye that it was on. Like oh, this. No. And I sit up, and I'm like, I it just feels bad. So I'm bad. like, you guys, it's like, what's my face doing? And, like, it, Amy was on the team then, and uh, Bess and Robin were on this, and we're all the because all the rookies were sitting in the back of the bus, all the vets are like up there, and, and and I was like, what is it? And I was like, you guys, is it bad? And Amy's like, it's not that bad. And Bess is like, oh my god, your face! And I was like, what? And Janelle and them were like, what is happening? We have a game in a day, like on the next following Sunday. This is on a Friday. We have a game on Sunday. It was like our very first game. I was like, oh my gosh, our first regular season game. I am now like a. It was literally Gargle. like a tennis ball hanging <laughs> out was. of your eye. It had just like gotten so bad. It was disgusting. It, it was so <laughs> gross. But then by game day, it was gone. I went and got like the oh. the drops and stuff. But oh my gosh. that's probably like my whenever I think about it, like anytime somebody's like, oh, it's 
time to do Etan, who's on that appearance. I'm always like, ah! you're like, I can't go. <laughs> I'm like, memory scars. Yeah, I'm like traumatic. Like, it just reminded me bad. of your chipmunk Mm-mm. situation. Oh man, why God. do you always get these things? I was in the hospital for four days. Oh, that was a great her picture. Her cheek was literally this big. She was like, oh, yeah. I had an abscess that turned into um, cellulitis fasciitis oh. over like Labor Day weekend. And it literally, like, the whole side of my face swelled up. I was in the hospital for four go days. Go hard or go home. It's yeah. always, like, I don't do nothing small, I guess. No. Well. And it was, it was chipmunky. It was, like, that was bad. How does how does scared. this happen to you? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't <laughs> Yeah, well. We don't have to talk about that anymore. I feel like there's a lot to. of comments. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to I'm regular visits to ideal I'm sure they're dental. all going to come flooding back right when I leave. I once had my, um, we were going out for thunder and we were in the tunnel ready to go and this is totally not anywhere near as good as your story but it was one of my first games in my rookie year and my belt buckle was upside down and it was still done up but it was upside down. I don't know how I managed that. I just, I had a moment and then the music started and I, I just, you know, you do all your final like fixings before you go and I looked down and I, I saw it was, what was backwards it was inside out is the best way to put it and I just like froze and started screaming and like I just did the music had already started and I I just couldn't move I didn't know if I should go out like that or I didn't know and I started screaming one Brittany Schramm was in front of me and she turned around and dropped her palms and it was like lightning speed just I don't know how she did it I just was like ah like screaming and she redid my belt buckle right in time to go out Ah. oh my gosh just a mini moment but I feel like a lot of the stuff that we think about that like is super funny. (laughs) It's just stuff like when, again, we'll do these shows and then we're places for hours in between. And when, oh, we played Heads Up. Oh, yes. For at least least an hour and a half. We were on a bus ride to Arkansas and we all took like the Harry Potter quiz and like put our entire team in different houses. So like our whole team. What's your house? I am, you know, Hufflepuff Nation. Puff Life, Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. I think that's what I. I think, that's I think I you were Ravenclaw. Yeah. Or Kelly, were you Hufflepuff? Uh-uh. There was a lot of Hufflepuff. Kelly and Judy are Pugwudgies. We thought that was really funny. Kelly on the is bus. Gryffindor. Judy was Slytherin. Yep. <laughs> Slytherin. But we sorted our whole, wasn't Melissa, the whole team. Melissa was Slytherin too. Yeah. So I mean, that was we really a lot of, kind of We stuff. just do a lot of random stuff. I think. Random things. People don't realize how normal we are. <laughs> Or maybe abnormal. Uh, yeah. Not normal. Not normal. Nothing is normal about what we do, I don't feel like. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You get a lot of personalities together and then you just kind of start. Feed you know, off each other. Totally. <laughs> don't what were you going to say I was just that? texting William, our producer. We're going to do like 10 more minutes. So we got to get all this last fun okay. stuff in. Oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat> a couple hard-hitting things. I think we should do some, since we do have all of our group leaders here, do a fun group story if you have one from the air. And then you could take time to think about that. But before that, let's talk auditions. They're around the corner. Girls are signing up, probably freaking out. Top piece of advice, things you wish you knew, any, anything regarding auditions. Share your wisdom. Um, I think for me, the scariest part was the interview and the test. Because the interview, like, I mean, I feel like if you're coming to audition for this, obviously you come from some type of dance background or cheer background. So, like, that's kind of what you do. Like, that's what you do best. Like, and, you know, that's where you shine. So I feel like the interview can be scary for a lot of people who are used to just making dance be their full way of expressing themselves. So in the interview, I would just say, obviously, study your facts. Know your Cowboys facts. Know who's been traded, who's been released. Um things like that, and positions of players. Um, But also make sure you're preparing to, like, talk about yourself a little bit because sometimes the judges just want to know about you. Like, hey, Janelle, I heard you're from Australia. Like, tell me a little bit about your family over there. And and you just have to remember, like, they're going to try to get to know you. It's not all about just Cowboys facts and things like that. And definitely definitely be prepared with knowledge of, you know, everything from any category one tip that I found really useful when I was auditioning for the first time I was trying to learn football rules and so this is going to be helpful for anybody who doesn't really understand NFL that well or maybe needs to work on positions and players and um, you know the game aspects so get a bag of M&Ms and get a little sharpie and you write 
your little codes for each position on it. And then I literally positioned them, moved them around, put backups in their spots. I, I'm a nerd like that. I'm a very visual learner. So, but I felt it really helpful to learn how, to, to learn how football's played here. And a lot she of other played her too. own game. And the prep <laughs> classes, it was really fun. Yeah, and the prep classes are really helpful, I think, just to get – Hi, Tua. Just to get another perspective and, you know, to ask all of your questions. If you're a future DCC, if you're little, if you're age 6 to 16, you can come and take Camp DCC over the summer too. That's really helpful. If you're, you know, one day wanting to become a DCC, you can start young and sign up now and join us over the summer. I guess my tidbit of information for going into auditions – with your best mindset would be to um, keep it in perspective. It is still an audition, um, and and showing up knowing <clears throat> that that there's a greater risk to gain than there is to lose. That's that's kind of my biggest piece of advice because I knew, you know, if, if all else fails, whenever I was done with my audition, I got to come to Texas and I got to experience this thing by myself, you know. And I, you, you know, same as Janelle and. Jenna and, you know, even, you know, Lacey, you know, it's, we all kind of just came on our own. And I think that goes to show a lot about someone's character. If they can just, and we, as humans, you know, want you want to be in relationship with with each other, but being able to stand on your own is also something that's really huge. So I think just being confident in the fact that you have a lot to offer and this organization has a lot to give someone, Mm -hmm. um, but just making sure that you take those first steps to get there. And that's coming to prep classes signing up to auditions and then just showing up to auditions that that'll get you the furthest I think right yeah I mean and definitely soaking up the moments I've said this like I I mean getting through the audition process whether you make it or you don't again it's such um you should be so proud that you even put yourself in that situation to get out of your comfort zone and see what you can put into the process and um, <clears throat> just by the end of it, it can blink and the, like, it's, it's over. I really, at the end of auditions, I'm always like, did that just happen? Did I like you, you prepare for so long and then all of a sudden it's over. So just really soaking up your environment and all the friendships you can make and staying confident in what you're bringing just because someone next to you might have other gifts and other talents, just be confident in what you bring. And that's what makes a team. So. We're all made up with different skills. We all bring something different. And I yeah. think that's that's a really common misconception with, with this team is that you all have to, you know, be a certain way. But this team is so dynamic in its diversity. And that's one thing that I really love sharing at, at the prep classes is telling the girls to turn up and be each other's best cheerleaders. You know, you're not competing against each other. You want to be the best version, version of you that you can be and really support each other because those are the girls who, you know, you're going to see it through to land. Right. And if you're going to do it. Do it. Like, go full out. Get have, Literally show up and not have one regret that you mm-hmm. could have done more or that you could have pushed harder or you could have just, like, breezed through it. I think a lot of girls play it safe when they come to auditions because, like, well, this is what I know they like. Well, maybe they don't know what they like. Mm-hmm. You know, the judges might not have a clue. Maybe you're that new fresh thing that is going to show up. They and never knew minds. they needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But going along with what Kashera was saying earlier, um, I mean, all four of us here, we made it on our first try auditioning, which mm-hmm. is really big. A lot of girls on our teams, uh, on our team, and a lot of girls who have been leaders <clears> and are <throat> second leaders right now have auditioned multiple times. And I think one of the biggest things is being a, being okay with accepting a no. It might not be your year this year, but it can be your year next year or the year after. Like we have, we've had girls who have tried out five years in a row. Yeah. And I feel like there's girls that are like, I'm thankful I didn't make it that first time because I grew so much by accepting that no and mm-hmm. taking that year and building myself up and then coming into it with, you know, a stronger and better mentality and, just being on a better level of yourself. And if you like think a about relationship. like, if you think about like, if it like, works or not, you're gonna you're gonna have a clear idea of what you want and what you need <coughs> when it's over. Right. I just think about like our really great leaders that we've had in the past, like Jennifer and I Jackie mean like Bob. Jackie yeah. Bob, like girls like that. Like Jennifer auditioned <clears> twice. She was 18 the first time she auditioned, and she realized like I'm gonna take a few years off, grow within myself, and come back a better person. And she literally became like such a great leader on our team and went to Pro Bowl. And she's just done a lot of amazing things, and she's still working with our organization. So, just don't take no for an answer. That's what I think. Be persistent. Take it and use it. Any favorite audition memories? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, but. Rookie year. <laughs> yes. rookie year. So all, most of our stories start out with my rookie year. 
And we always have yeah, to well, say it the well, my rookie way. year. Well, well, my rookie year. And so, it's always different. My rookie year. It's like little like silly then. But actually, my rookie year. We um, <laughs> nice. One of the girls is out out there on the on the floor, and they were doing like I don't I don't remember if it was semis, but it. And bless her heart, I love her to death. But Jax, she had <laughs> a piece of her extension had came out, and this is how you can tell like a world class performer. It falls out. She knows it's out. It's on the floor, and as she's <laughs> dancing, she kicks it off to the side. Didn't miss it. As she goes off the floor, picks it up, takes it with her. <laughs> Didn't even miss a beat. I was like, that's my girl. Yep. <laughs> so that's like probably one of my favorites. It's just. I mean, even when something <clears throat> happened like that, she was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like kept weird. going. So that's fun. Like there's been times girls' shoelaces are untied, and and I think that judges respect more that you push through it and just you yeah. know don't let that affect the rest of your performance. So I mean things are gonna happen. You can't control that. So just keep pushing through. Because I that's remember. Real life. I remember that. My Erica here. <laughs> no. I turned up the day before auditions. Turn <laughs> I flew turn. in. I stayed across the road from the stadium. Oh, I love this At story. the Days Inn. And I thought Walmart was just the best place on earth. It is. And Australians get really excited about it. I, I can't explain it. Americans do too. Yeah, do. it's it's cool. Well, then and Metro had a, a window view of the stadium Watched it all night, woke up, walked across the road the next day, had my outfit ready. Um, I was wearing the wrong tights. I really Mm -hmm. didn't do my hair. I didn't really wear a lot of makeup. That was what I thought, you know, that I was was being me and I was owning me. And I remember I turned up there and my mum, we'd had this discussion about the outfit, about how, you know, you want to put a lot of bling on it and really stand out and sparkles and all that. And I had ordered these rhinestones from the States. They'd come into Australia. I got like five on my top and like six on the shorts. And everyone that I showed at home was like, whoa, like that's too much. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And, and then I turned up here and I was like, well, see, mum, literally every girl's like outfits was like rinds. covered yes. in rhinestones. It was the first thing I learned was like, all right, I'm going to be a fish out of water, but I'm going to own that. Yeah, there you go. That's my what did your audition outfit experience. look like? It was, like, it was like three rhinestones. It was like, a, <laughs> yeah, essentially it was a turquoise sports Same. bra and like white shorts and some oh tights that were like probably ballet colored, like they weren't right. But I mean, I, okay. I had an all turquoise. I was in Korea when I got my outfit and I wore an all turquoise yeah, no. shorts and sports bra from Forever 21. And I literally had like this Korean seamstress lady <laughs> just put like a gold band right here and right here, yes. like nothing on it. Like, did you guys go like all out with your outfit? I just had, I ordered a top and bottoms. I'd done like research because I didn't have a clue. So I'd ordered mm-hmm. like a sports bra and like hot shorts from the lineup. And they were just plain colors because that's the cheapest one that you could get. And I stoned <laughs> it myself just on the top. But I just got colors that like I knew complimented me and, and you know, a, a cut that would flatter my figure or whatever. And, and then... Yeah, I just wore like white Nikes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. in my Jordan. <laughs> I'm kidding. Then I just showed up. Lacey, what did you wear? I um, I actually. An ball gown. <laughs> yes, I actually showed up. No. Um, I went into my drill team director's old costume closet and I just picked some little sparkly bra top that she had and um, I went and bought some shorts that matched it. But I do remember um, Shelly McCaslin coming up to me after I had made it past prelims. And usually you wear like the same outfit prelims to semis. And she was like, you look great, but um, your shorts are like way too high up. Like I had them up to my belly button. She like rolled them all the way down, was getting on in there. And she was like, okay, much better. And I was like, okay, I think I'm catching on. Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, no, I was not all decked out in the rhinestones as much as the other girls were. So I think if you're like a part of it and you've maybe been around people that have auditioned or you've auditioned before, then you kind of know how to show up. But if Which, you're just going for it. I think we're kind of spoiled even with the TV show and yeah. social yeah. media. Like, we, you you have references. Mm-hmm. I think back to, like, girls that auditioned before Instagram and before really coverage of our audition right. process was even. And I'm just like, how did they know? Like, mm-hmm. and I guess that's kind of what makes it cool. It's like, you, that's, like, to me, that's huge. Like, you just showed up, like. I don't know what to expect, but I'm here. Like uh-huh. that's crazy. Like we're kind of we get it. We have it really. We're blessed to be able to have the resources that we do that 
I had Capizio tights on, and I met with Sydney Durso the day I flew in from Korea. I, I met with Sydney Durso for coffee, and she's like, "You cannot wear those tights. Take these." And I was like, "Okay." Like I had no idea. I'm so glad she saved my life. Yeah, I didn't have that privilege. <laughs> would you accept messages from anybody who has questions about or tweets? Yeah. Oh, tweet yeah, at tweet at the group leaders. Yeah. Any auditions, sure. questions, hashtag DCC auditions. I would love to answer your questions, but I won't know the answers to any of them. <laughs> but these ladies will have the answers. And unfortunately, our time with these four Aww. is up. Wait, but before we let you go completely, make sure you register for our last couple prep classes. There's only a few left, and there's actually one. The night before, right? We'll be there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Lacey and I will be assisting. The night before, as well as the next couple of Fridays leading up to auditions. First day is May 5th. Registration is open. DallasCowboys.com slash cheerleaders. Do it. Take Do the it. leap. Yeah. Do it. Yep. And you might, might see you there. Might yeah, see some of these ladies there. You don't know. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. So who, because you took us to break. Does anybody want us to take us out of here? Lacey, it's your turn. Oh, we can do our little thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cuter. they're that's doing cuter. a thing. Okay, so this is our signature. This is how we end practice. Everyone put in. your hands in. you got to touch them on or it doesn't count. Ready? Okay, well, we'll just do it on our yeah, side. One, two, three. DCC! Woo! Melt away, fade out. Yay! That's it. We're done. Yeah. Cue the music. Oh, no. We're still here. Are this is of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!